Hello. Hi. Oh god damn it. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wing it today. Uh, because Audacity doesn't want to record. So we're gonna wing it. We're winging. We're it. winging it. We are. We're winging it. Hey guys, I'm back. We are. We are one Gemini short today. Yes, I we switched. Rachel yeah. and I switched. Yeah. Rachel is now Geminiing too close to Mercury. Yeah. Instead, yeah, instead of Gemini going close to Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's instead okay. of me Leoing too close to the sun, Rachel is Geminiing yep. too close to Mercury. Yeah, so that's okay. We're so gonna, we switched. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do a little fun one today. We'll, we'll, Thank, we'll... Thanks for being the constant, Tabitha. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the rock. <laughs> it's all right. You know, things happen. Things things yeah. happen, and sometimes Listen. real life just gets in the way. Life shit. Yeah, we are real people, and sometimes Leos can Leo a little too, too close to the sun, and Gemini's can Gemini a little too close to Mercury. Just happens. Get caught in that orbit, man. <laughs> It'll fuck you up. Also, I am not recording at home today, so if there's any echoing or outside noise or anything like that, we're going to do our best to reduce it, but honestly, you get what you get. Yeah, this is just what's happening. This is, yeah, this is your fault for listening. So, <laughs> yep, yep. But we're gonna make just it kidding. fun. We're gonna make this a we fun are. episode. I'm actually really excited about it. I think it's gonna be super fun, especially because I yeah. know the extent of knowledge that we both have about this topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Do you want to tell the folks at home? I I do. We're gonna assign the zodiac signs to the characters of parks and rec and the office yeah a millennials heaven yep (laughs) this one's for you millennials (laughs) honestly all right so let me ask you me which one yes which one do you like better what's your favorite this is a hard question it is a hard question it absolutely is a hard question I love them both for different reasons. Mm -hmm. I feel like for a really long time, The Office was my comfort show. Absolutely. I I love like the style of like workplace sitcoms are my favorite. Like I love Parks and Rec. I love The Office. I love Superstore. There's another one called American Mm -hmm. Show. Like I love shows like that. Um, And for a really long time, The Office, like, carried me through a lot of stuff. I know that that sounds, like, crazy. No, no, it does. It totally does. But then somebody was like, you have to watch Parks and Rec. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't really like Amy Poehler. Like, she kind of annoys me. And they're like, no, no, no. (laughs) No. You have to. You have to watch it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And I watched it once and I was hooked and now I've seen it 87 million bajillion times. I'm actually in the Fair. middle of, of a rewatch right now of Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. Also, if you've never seen these shows, they're 100% going to be spoilers. So if you're not yeah. into that, yep. spoiler alert up top. Yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that has happened throughout the show. And it like if, you've, if you're listening to this, you might as well have finished those shows <laughs> unless yeah. you don't mind spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be. I'm actually rewatching The Office, so we're we're able to oh, look nice. at that. Look at that. Yeah. We're balancing each other out. I think they're they're number one A and number one B. 
mm-hmm. or or their number one. So what's one your what's your and, number and, one A? <laughs> no, they're one <laughs> and and also A. So they're one both number and also A. There you go. Yeah. I'm gonna actually say that I I think I prefer Parks and Rec just a hair more because there is it's less a little less cringy. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. It's less cringy. <laughs> Some of the things in the office happen, and you're just like, oh god. Like yeah. it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. I would say that the office definitely did not age well. No. Nope. <laughs> not it at did all. Not age well. <laughs> this yep. Nope. Even not though even more a little and bit. more people are enjoying it now and watching it and loving it and yeah. and it's beca- it's become a phenomenon, you know. But it they're like there's some episodes that it's just, like Did you really just say just, that, Michael? Uh, really? That's that, not, that, that would have not that nope. That is not canceled. Canceled yeah. immediately. Yeah. A hundred percent. But you know, it's still a good show with a it great a message. Both of them. Have you ever listened to Office Ladies, the podcast? A little bit. I've listened to them a little bit, but I haven't. I love Office Ladies. I love that they're, I love that Pam and Angela are best friends. Yeah. (laughs) It it just makes me so happy. Yeah. I love Office Ladies. I have, I'm not caught up on it. I used to listen to it religiously every week. Yeah. Now, now that I'm not commuting anymore, I don't listen to it. So I'm not really like, because I'm not driving a lot. Right. But they're so funny. And I love when they have, like, guests on the show. Mm-hmm. They have, like, some of the writers. They have the characters. It's, yeah. It's a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of The Office, definitely check out The Office Ladies podcast. It's mad good. Yeah. That was actually my intro into podcasts was The Office Ladies. Really? Yeah. 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 You know what? I, I think that you're – I think that that might be the same for me, honestly. And then from there, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any podcasts about witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to Modern Witch with Devin Hunter. Okay, I went to Seeking Witchcraft. And then I found Waba. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. Here we are. It all years went later. downhill from that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all spiraled out of control. <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah, that's kind of that's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. That. Similar yeah. life paths. Also, today I'm drinking from a coffee mug that says, Ew, David. And I would love to do Shit's Creek one day. I fucking right, love I'm in. Schitt's I haven't Creek. seen it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you have to watch it. W- watch it. When you're done with The Office, yeah. okay. if you can. Shit's Creek. And also when you're done with Farmer Wants a Wife. I know this isn't Waba, but we're yeah, both this watching isn't, Farmer yeah. Wants a Wife. So that just needs to be said. If anybody wants to talk about it, send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right you want to get started yeah and i think that inst- instead of doing one show and then the other i feel like we should just start with michael and leslie's charts because i feel like because they have similar placements yeah let's do it I'm not in. many similar placements but they do have the same moon sign which yep, i find yep. very interesting because like do you think that i mean it's hollywood you never know with hollywood Right. I feel like if I were going to create a show, but I'm also an astrologer, but but hear me out here. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I were going to create a show, I would focus on what Zodiac sign the characters were and like establish their birthdays because I feel like it adds so much more depth to the character. But I don't feel like they did this here. No. But these but, but these it makes charts sense that we found makes so much sense makes so, so much sense yeah so maybe i don't know maybe they did maybe they didn't we'll never know 
So in the if office, you have a writer for either yes, one of these, let, let us, us know. <laughs> Send us an email, please. Yeah. So they actually talk about Michael Scott's birth time in mm-hmm. uh, season two, episode 19, Michael's birthday episode. So his birthday is March 15th, 1964 at 11.23 a.m. in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So based off of that, we pulled up his chart. You cool with me hitting hitting them with the with the hit them with the, the facts. Chart? Hit them All with right, the great. Hit them with the and we'll definitely post this to the social meds when we uh, yeah. when we air the episode. When you're listening to it right now, I'm like this is <laughs> when we air this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so sun in Pisces, which can we just talk about how much that makes sense with him's like victim I know. personality? I know, you know, and we we so we what we did was we wrote down specific characters from each show and we each guessed their placements or their their sun signs and i was so mad because i did not get michael i did not get it i put him down as a sag but i can see that though too but sag and pisces carry a lot of similar energy i feel like sag Mm -hmm. is just more explosive where pisces is more reserved but Mm -hmm. but he also has an aries moon like he me. does. I saw. Yeah, I saw the Aries yeah. moon. Look at that. So, like you. They do have they both of them do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And I feel like that makes sense because I love Pisces, but they are, you know, like I, I, I know I just like got went real hard on Pisces and was like that victim mentality. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but honestly, guys. Michael has a lot of that victim mentality. Yeah. And I he feel really like does. because of his Aries moon, he also struggles with his emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that we, we got a dog barking. <laughs> he struggles with emotional regulation, and I Absolutely. feel like that's something that Aries moons deal with. And then he is a Cancer rising, so not only does he have this Pisces sun, but he yeah. also has Cancer rising. And I find yep. that really funny because he actually does have traits of a Cancer rising, very like hmm. dark features. Like you know, I know that he's yeah. usually very upbeat but he also has like a really good resting bitch face and people that have cancer risings have great resting bitch face huh i wonder if we i wonder if steve Carell's birth chart is up somewhere i'm gonna look that up and see if he has cancer rising do it so then for mercury we have pisces for venus we have taurus for mars we have pisces for jupiter we have aries for Saturn, we have Aquarius. So he just went through his second Saturn return, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. crazy. He's like he's like sixty. Right? Yeah, yeah, 59. yeah. Well, he'll he, yeah he'll be about be about sixty. Crazy. Uranus in Virgo, Neptune in Scorpio, Pluto in Virgo. His North Node is in Cancer, and his Chiron is in Pisces, and his Midheaven is also in Pisces. So I find that really interesting because I feel like this makes so much sense to me, like how much Michael Scott just wants to give love to everybody and he Mm -hmm. wants to feel the love that he Mm -hmm. gives other people, you know? He wants people to be afraid of how much they love him. Exactly. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Spoken spoken from the the, the horse's mouth. (laughs) I just need you to know really fast, uh, Steve Carell is a Leo, Sun, Pisces, Moon, Virgo rising. 
Okay. Threw cool. me off a little bit. It's very upset that he wasn't cancerizing. Okay. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I also could see. Also, can we just real quick, just off tangent, can we talk yeah. about how hot Steve Carell is now that he's a silver fox? Or, or are you not into it? I have not seen it. Hold on, let me see. Hold on. You need to. You need to see this. All right. I mean, you might. You might not agree with me. I know we don't have that that similar taste in people, but I feel like. He has oh, he does. Oh, like, okay. I mean, yeah. all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not expecting that. I Absolutely. know. What a glow up. What a glow up <laughs> from Michael Scott to that. It's the beard. Yeah, <laughs> it's the beard. It it's always the beard. <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. So, all, yeah, right. so all, all of his Pisces placements are in his 10th house. So his Pisces Chiron, Mars, the sun, his Mercury, all hanging out in the 10th house. And I feel like that also makes a lot of sense because of the dedication he has Mm -hmm. to not only his job and his employees and his staff and all of that stuff, but just the dedication he has to people, you know? And he, like he, even though Jan was so bad for him, he went above and beyond and out of his way for everything for her, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's such a Pisces thing. Yeah, absolutely. Also because he has the Taurus Venus too. Taurus Venuses get so wrapped up in their relationships. Yeah. People that have prominent Taurus placements. Yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking about the episode where he dates Pam's mom. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about mommy issues. Oh my god. That was so funny. That's like that uh, that honestly might be one of my favorite episodes just because of yeah. like how how Jim reacted when he found out. He was like you can't tell Pam. <laughs> and yeah. then they all to just All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right. No, I love that episode. It's so it's so funny. There are so many good episodes. Also there are. like I didn't think that I was going to like The Office when Michael Scott left. So for a long time, I, I didn't know, watch yeah. the end of it. But honestly, they, they they did. I think they did the show justice after he left. Yeah. Like I, I didn't like Robert California at first, Mm-mm. James Spader's character. But as I rewatch it, I'm like this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking you guy. Know who I, I really didn't. It was the guy. I think. God, I can't remember his name. But he took over after Idris Elba. Yeah, that's right. I forgot he played. Yeah, I I, I couldn't picture. I couldn't stand his well, character because he yeah. was just he always gave Jim such a hard time, and I was like, you don't do that to Jim. <laughs> Who you're new here? Jim's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. Nobody wants you here. Get your shit together. <laughs> but without him, they would have never formed the Michael Scott Paper Company. That's true. That is and I true. feel I feel like that is also a Pisces thing. Like, tell me not to do something and I will ignite all of the piss and vinegar inside of my soul mm-hmm. to prove you yep. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they formed the Michael Scott Paper Company. And then then they mediated like this like million dollar buyout by getting yeah, them back their jobs and their yeah. salaries. Yeah, and they're like, it's like crazy. That was amazing. That was good. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I just couldn't stand his character. I know, he was I know, and he's so good looking too. I so know, I love him. I love it, Giselle. But I hated his character. <laughs> yeah, 
Which means he's a good actor. Exactly. It's That's like what the I was kid that plays Joffrey say. in Game of Thrones. You want to like just uh, be so happy. You want You're so happy. Yeah. Because I know this is going to be really aggressive, actor. but I would curb stomp that kid. Listen. Fair. You know, actually, you know who I hated more than that? Fucking who? Bolton, Ramsey Bolton, the guy I'm that not married. Super familiar with no. all of the the all Game right. of Thrones characters, but I just know. Did you that watch? Did you watch I, the I, only season one? Okay, never mind. Never mind. See, this is he's, the thing. He's I I say I have to say he's him and Joffrey might be tied, and I think mm. that Ramsey might beat him out just a little bit. Yeah, but he also gets a really satisfying. So I just have a really hard time watching period shows, you know, Mm -hmm. like shows from like monologue heavy shows sometimes are hard for me to watch unless I'm like really super into it. Yeah, I just feel like if somebody's doing like a seven minute monologue halfway through, I'm like looking at my phone, scrolling through TikTok. (laughs) I'm like, I can like, okay, all right now. We got it. Yeah. Um, but talking about monologue shows, the one that I did watch that was like super monologue but like really was great. And I think we should do an episode on these also is like the haunting shows, like the haunting of Hill House, the haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass. Okay. I, I, okay. I like, I watched Midnight Mass. I didn't watch the other two, but yeah, I could totally I, do. Yeah. So Midnight Mass was the one where there was like a part where, um, what's her name? This oh, at the end now, yeah. At when she's like, doing this like yep. whole huge monologue, and like yep. I was like enthralled, and like yeah, it's- that was a good one. That was a really good monologue. Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. We need to get back on. Track. We're just <laughs> talking about TV today, guys. Yeah, just yeah. Wait, all, before, all types of TV. You know what else we, we should move do? On though, yes, we should do ahead. Letter Kenny. Yes, absolutely. We should do Letter Kenny. Okay, anyway, one hundred. What else were you going to say? But before we move on, I just also want to say that if you could watch Midnight Mass and not be scared you can definitely watch the haunting of hill house and the haunting of bly manor okay the haunting of hill house is a, is just a little jumpy but the storyline is just balls to the wall yeah i don't do a lot of i don't do a lot of horror so like stuff like that is is hard for me you know it's just hard for me to watch but i was able to do the first three seasons of American Horror Story, I kind of lost interest at the fourth one. I think it was the the, the fun yeah. house or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I, I lost interest. One. But I liked the first three seasons of American Horror Story. And I really enjoyed Midnight Mass. So Yeah. And Haunting of Hill House is ten times less gory. Cool. So All right. you could definitely do it. So anyway, back on topic. Yeah, back on topic. All right. Part uh <laughs> Not Parks so, and Rec. <laughs> Michael Scott. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> yep. Okay. So the Aries Jupiter. So if you think of the episode where he does the golden tickets, that was just like this was just a stupid, spontaneous yep. idea that yep. like they looked at it and they were like, oh no, this is really bad because they sent, if you haven't seen the show, if you haven't seen the episode, there was an episode where Michael Scott made five I think it was golden tickets. Yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe more, but I think it was about five. And he put them in these different boxes, but the boxes were all going to one shipment to a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like half off for like the year or something. It was yeah. like something wild, you it's know? Something crazy. Yeah. And he ended up sending it to the same one people. of their biggest clients. Yeah. 
That was funny. And and because of that, you know, like he was obviously getting in trouble with corporate and like all of those things. But it ended up at the end of the day that because of that, they signed on like 10 more accounts. Right. And that is Aries Jupiter. That is 100%. taking risks, making things, doing things super spontaneously, not knowing what the outcome is going to be, taking a chance, making it happen, and then being rewarded by Jupiter for your spontaneity. Yeah, so I feel like sure. that makes so much sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I forgot about that episode. Yeah. Yeah. No risk, That's no funny. reward. Yeah. That's Jupiter exactly. and Aries. Yeah. Look at that. And that's what we, that's what our podcast is, right? Jupiter. Yeah. Aries Jupiter. Look at us. Yeah. No risk, no reward. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Also, yeah, the Saturn, I just realized the Saturn and Aquarius. I think you already mentioned that, but I just, it just clicked. Yeah. Lots of Saturn and Aquarius. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And it's also the, like I said, he just went through his second Saturn return. I wonder how mm-hmm. Michael Scott's doing. God, the I fictional hope. topo of Michael Scott living in Denver with Holly and his family. I love them. Okay. Oh, my God. I love Holly. Oh, my God. We you should. Know. After we do Leslie Nope, we should do Michael and Holly together. <laughs> like their, their sinistry chart. <laughs> oh, but we don't have Holly's birthday. We don't, in, yeah, well. we don't have Holly's birth information. Oh, we just have, we're, we're just guessing. We're just guessing here. Yeah. Well, that's why I see. This is what I mean, Tabitha. Oh, it's 11, 11. <laughs> this is what I mean. We need to make a TV show. <laughs> Let's add this to the long list of shit that we okay. have to do in our lives. And we have to make the characters based on their Zodiac info. We have to create these charts and make these characters live lives together based on their astrology. Right. Okay. And that's the show. I'm in. No plot. No. Just <laughs> constantly talking about. Astrology. All right. Got yeah. it. <laughs> no, you know, we'll just come up with the characters. We'll leave it to somebody else to figure yeah, out. Yeah, somebody plot. else can figure it out. <laughs> uh is there anything else you want to say about michael scott no i i honestly i'm i'm surprised at how much this chart makes sense if that you know yeah just, yeah no i got it, i got nothing to add you covered everything the pisces with the moon and aries just yeah it really got to could, me could could you be a bigger baby <laughs> <laughs> big baby energy and <laughs> it makes sense yep I mean, he's like the manager, the, you know, the, um, and in the beginning he was super shadowy with all of these aspects. Yep. There was a lot of character growth throughout. So like, if you want to look at the shadow sides of some of these placements, watch like the first two or three seasons of the office. Two or three. Yeah, absolutely. Watch the first, definitely the first season. After he got his heart broken by Jan, he started to change a little bit. Yeah. And like when he met Holly, you know, kind of like softened him instead yep. of him being so focused on everybody loving him and everybody mm-hmm. wanting, like, you know, being the the number one main character, main mm-hmm. character energy, you know, which he was the main character of the show, but you know what I mean? Like he, he overestimated his position in people's lives right. for a really long time. And I feel like throughout connecting with people and truly like learning how to be in relationships with people was where he truly found his himself. Absolutely. I agree. So 
Mm. Michael Scott. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about Leslie Nope because we just spent 20 minutes on Michael Scott. That's fine. We love him. (laughs) We do love Michael Scott. (laughs) I love you. Fictional fictional character. Yeah. Somebody send this to Steve Carell. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to say really fast, I got this one on the nose. I'm so proud of myself. On the fucking nose. Because I was like, I was really stuck between Capricorn and Aquarius. Yeah. Well, she does have a lot of Aquarius placements. not, not, Not Aquarius. Aries. Aries. Yeah. So what I did was I, cause I obviously, obviously I'm a crazy person and any, any show that I watch, I look up, if I'm invested, I look up the birth charts mm-hmm. of the actors and actresses. But for Leslie Nope, I was like, I wonder if somebody, if like they talk about her birth time in one of the episodes because right. they did in the office. So they don't. And, and also Pawnee, Indiana, and Eagleton are both fictional towns. So when I Googled it, I found this whole long article on WordPress from this person who is a blogger who just like went in on finding (laughs) Leslie Nope's information. So what they did was they figured out like the geography of where Pawnee would be based on the distance from Indianapolis, the distance from Muncie, Indiana, and then narrowed it down (laughs) to an actual town in Indiana that would be technically Eagleton. Because as we know, Leslie Nope, even though she is a Pawneean, she was born in Eagleton. Eagleton. And that is the bane of her existence. (laughs) (laughs) So mad. That was another episode. Gotcha. <laughs> I hate Joan Calamet. I know that was that was such a good episode, though. It was that was, was. Uh, that was so funny. It was a good one. So, based on that information, this mm-hmm. is what our dear friend, who I don't know her name, but we can post a link to the article from WordPress. Came Thank up you so with. much Person. to whatever your name is. Yes, for doing Thank all you. that. Thank, thank you for doing Bless our you. job for us. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leslie, no. Do you want to hit us with the? You can hit us with it this time because I, I right. hit you. I can. I can do that. I can do that. All right. We got a sun in Capricorn. Mm. Called yes. it. Yes. This bitch Moon. is definitely ruled by Saturn in so many ways. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aries Moon. Oh, my baby. Mercury in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Can you hear the mute, the Pokemon in the background? A very little bit, but it doesn't like. <laughs> okay. It doesn't. It's not like disruptive. Okay. All right. Mercury. It's okay. We in- got somebody next door power washing. So this episode's <laughs> just going to have a lot of background noise. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Mercury in Aquarius. Venus in Aquarius. Mars and Sagittarius, Jupiter and Pisces, Saturn and Cancer in retrograde, Uranus and Scorpio, Neptune and Sagittarius, Pluto and Libra in retrograde, North Node and Sagittarius, Chiron and Aries, rising in or ascendant in Aries, and Midheaven is in Capricorn. The only thing I would change about this is I would make her Venus placement. Pisces 
I know that that's not up to me because of the way that this was assigned, but (laughs) if I had to change it, I would add a little more water to her chart. Because I can see that. Yeah. Even though Capricorns, they are low key, some of the most loving and caring and giving Mm -hmm. signs. Mm -hmm. They're not very outwardly expressive of that. Right. Uh, Same with Aquarius, you know, Aquariuses would do absolutely anything for the people that they love, but they also need their freedom and space. Right. I feel like Lee is the exact opposite and she wants to be inside of the people that she loves. Yeah. (laughs) Her relationship to Anne is just, that's. (laughs) Yeah. All of the people that she loves, you know, she, but you know what? I can also see where though she, cause like, think about like the seasons where Ben was in Washington, you know, or like the season where he was in London, you know, she is okay with the separation, but when she's with them, it's like, I, I need to be, I need to be a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Inside yeah. of you. <laughs> oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's another movie down the line. I think we should talk about. I love yeah. that movie. That's funny. I'm. I love movies and TV shows. So I could literally do this all day if we just like. <laughs> this is just the podcast now. That's fine with me. This is just um, the podcast now. You thought this was an astrology podcast? Just kidding. This is astrology and TV. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. And if you guys like this type of episode, definitely let us know because we have a bunch of things that we want to do like this in mm-hmm. the future. So if, if if this hits, let us know. Yeah. So anyway, so I think that that would be probably the only thing that I would change about this chart is, is making her Venus Pisces. Yeah. But other than that, the Mercury and Aquarius. I was just going to touch on that for sure. That makes the the most sense out of everything else to me and also the capricorn midheaven it's because that is a very powerful placement for politics for ceos Mm. for boss energy for somebody who is okay with being in charge and also somebody who is like great at being in control so i feel like that is that that makes a lot of sense also capricorns are also like super duper giving when it comes to their things and she's like the out of the remember the episode where leslie uh i'm sorry where ben and Anne were trying to come up with one like huge present for her to yeah. like repay back all of the gifts yeah. that she's ever gotten <laughs> yeah yeah because she has like so many different celebration days yeah. and things like that <laughs> And they were like, you get one week to celebrate each of us. No more of these like 10 million holidays. (laughs) One week. Yeah. That's right. I think they started with one day and she was like, one week. Or like she she was like one month. One month. (laughs) Yeah. And that also makes me think of the episode where they are doing the campaign and Bobby Newport's dad dies, Nick Newport dies. And she's like, I need everybody to gather around me in the amount that I trust them. And Ben and Anne are just like next to her, like (laughs) like, she's like sandwiched between them. them. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I love that show. I I love that show so much. I love both of them. But I think Parks and Rec just has a slight edge for me. I just feel like it it hits your heart a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Where The Office, it does definitely hit your heart. It does make you cry. It does give you all of the feelings. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Leslie Nope is more likable than Michael Scott. Absolutely. 
And like the characters are more likable than the characters in the office. Like I fucking love Jim and Pam. I love, I do too. love, love. I love Stanley. I love Dwight. I love all of Dwight. Yeah. All of the characters in the office, they are lovable, but they're just a little bit, I feel like they're a little more rigid than yeah. they are on Parks and Rec. Like the most rigid character on Parks and Rec is obviously Ron Swanson. Yeah. But he still has like a little like him. gooey center, <laughs> you know? Especially yeah. like when he starts dating Diane and like he has the yeah. kids and yeah. like you really see that part of him. Yeah. But let's let's still keep talking about Leslie. We'll get to Ron okay. shortly. All right. I so do want to talk Mercury a little bit Aquarius. more about this Mercury and Aquarius. Yeah. So super innovative. She's so smart. She's like the smartest person ever. Just the way that she creates these initiatives, the way that she is able to come up with new and fun and exciting ideas Mm -hmm. she doesn't she stands up for the little guy she'll always stand Mm -hmm. up for what she believes in it's very revolutionary i mean Mm -hmm. oh okay so this is my question and this is big spoiler last that last episode when they are at the white house Mm -hmm. and they're calling each other mr and mrs president who do you think the actual president is is it ben or is it leslie they never specify it's leslie you think so? I, I don't know. think so. I mean, yes, because of just the trajectory of the show. But I also feel like Ben would be. A I could person. see it. I could. I could absolutely see it. But I think that Ben is totally fine with being like letting Leslie stay in the limelight. Shine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he is totally cool with like sitting back and just helping her move forward. So I think it's Leslie. Yeah. That makes sense. Their relationship. Uh, you know I what know. I hate about TV? It gives what? you false hope about relationships. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So I think of like more of the extreme. Like, if, I know it started off as a book, but like Outlander, like Claire mm-hmm. and Jamie is a little extreme, yeah. I think. Yeah. But. I don't know. I think Ben and Leslie are pretty. I mean, they're both fucking wacky, so it it tracks. But yeah. I think I don't know. I think it's pretty realistic. I think it could be. Yeah, maybe you're that's right. my maybe that's my Libra placements. My like, Libra placements. Oh, love my Libra Moon. Love. Yeah, and your and your Leo Venus. Yeah, <laughs> consume me. <laughs> so twilight i want a love that consumes me oh my god is that from twilight i think it i is. have no i don't remember probably that's another one we should do and mm, just cringe 100%. the whole time oh i love twilight anyway <sighs> uh well let's the parks and rec because there's a whole episode about putting twilight in the time capsule that's right that's right oh my god <laughs> that was so fun <laughs> another epic all right all right okay okay so, yeah, so the Aquarius uh, Mercury definitely fits Leslie, 100%. The Sagittarius Absolutely. Mars fits her, very spontaneous, mm-hmm. doesn't think about her actions, just fucking goes and does it. Just does it. I yeah. just watched an episode le- recently, which was her bachelorette party, where Jeremy Jam was trying mm-hmm. to get the paunch burger put onto lot 48, which was next to Leslie yep. uh, Ann's house. Yeah. And she went and she took the Wamapoke artifacts and like buried them there so they couldn't do anything that is sagittarius mars absolutely (laughs) and aries moon it's like no thinking just 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 do anything (laughs) 
just do anything. That's so funny. Yeah. Absolutely. And then and then her Capricorn son came in and was like, oh shit. That was, we fucked that up, was guys. a bad idea. That was a really we bad idea. We made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was a good yeah. episode too. God, all of them are all right. All right. Saturn and Cancer. How do you feel about that? It also is in retrograde. In retrograde. I feel like Saturn in Cancer is learning how to nurture yourself mm-hmm. and nurture other people. And I feel like if you look at her house and mm-hmm. like the hoarder situation <laughs> that Leslie Nope's house is, yes. I feel like that is Saturn in Cancer in retrograde because she could do so much to take care of other people. But when it comes to taking care of herself, she doesn't really focus on that right. portion of, of who she is. I mean, she takes care of herself. She, you know, like she looks good. She's always put together. Yeah. That's her Capricorn. She wants to just right. always look like she's put together. But then on the inside, it's like, yeah, you know, absolutely. But what I was actually looking at that I wanted to talk about is the Chiron in Aries. Okay. Because I feel like Chiron Aries is the fear of being seen. Like the fear of like main character energy, if that makes sense. Because Aries carry this very main character energy vibe. So even though she has all of these things that make her stand out, I feel like it took her a really long time to be comfortable enough in the spotlight to really express who she is right. I feel like it wasn't in, like she would always fight for what she believes in and fight for what is right but I feel like before she became a city council member she was a little bit more docile about speaking her truth for sure yeah I yeah I mean to a point for sure I agree I mean she was always very outspoken but she didn't really stand up for herself like you said and we're back sorry about that we're guys back. I forgot my laptop at my friend's house before coming out to my brother's. So I had to use my brother's laptop and it was about to die. And I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want that to happen. There's so much more to be said. Absolutely. (laughs) Because we don't want to rush. So I think I pretty much covered what I wanted to say about Leslie's Aries and Chiron. I just think that the biggest thing about it is that it was something that she really had to grow into and feel comfortable and safe with speaking her truth, speaking her mind, and being that person on stage to mm-hmm. present to the world. Right. And I feel like her Capricorn Midheaven definitely also supports that. So when it's like when things have to get done, she'll do it. Yeah. You know, even with the Chiron in Aries. But right. I feel like working through her Chiron and Aries placement was what carried her through to being president at one point (laughs) down the line. If she was president. If she was. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think Ben would want to take that away from her. No, I don't think she, I mean, I think that she absolutely would have like been okay with it, but I think that I don't think Ben would have done that. I think Ben would have made her like had her not made her, but like, Okay, this is going to be a political question, but can a married couple be president and vice president? I'm going to Google it. 
Because I feel like if that was the case, Ben would definitely be her vice president. She would want Anne to be her vice president, but Anne would definitely be like, yo, I don't know politics. (laughs) That's like what she tried to make Anne her campaign manager. All right. According to Quora, can president and vice president be husband and wife? Yes, but there is a logistical difficulty. The end. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. There you go. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, can the first lady also be vice president? It would be a poor strategy on the part of the president if she was, but yes. Huh. Interesting. The more you know. The mo you know. The mo you know. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think that that is, is interesting. I also think that the Sagittarius North Node is interesting, making her South Node in Gemini, because she's definitely somebody who can talk mm. and speak and she and and that the also filibuster a, yeah the filibuster <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i feel like uh, even though aquarius can be a little standoffish and a little quiet sometimes they're also another sign that's just like if i have to get shit done i'm fucking getting it done absolutely so, and that's that's all of the saturn influence and mm-hmm. the aries rising just also makes so much sense <laughs> yeah just, it's just all of it uh, honestly um again i'm surprised at how much these charts make sense yeah i really am and she's also because aries has this energy i see this all the time when we talk about aries it's kind of like being like have feeling like there's a static tv inside of you Mm -hmm. and until you accomplish all of the things that you need to accomplish it doesn't relax it doesn't calm down it doesn't do any of those things right and i feel like that's so leslie nope like when she was absolutely when she was suspended for dating Ben for the two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And she snuck into the office to get like the flash drive. And yeah, her Ron's and like, what are you doing here? Or no, Chris. It was Chris. It was Chris. It was Chris. That's right. He was running. She's like, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, she's he's like, give me the flash drive. And she gives him nasal spray. Yeah. And he's like, no, give me the flash drive. And yes. she's like, give me me the nasal spray <laughs> so he gets the he gets so the, the, the she gets the flash drive back and she runs away and she's like i have bumble flex this <laughs> bumble flex shirt yeah oh my god so good yeah and the, you know it's funny because ben's kind of the same way like when he's unemployed for a little bit and he makes his little claymation figurines and he shows <laughs> that working. is my absolute favorite episode <laughs> that it's called the the comeback kid it's season four yeah i think i'm pretty sure and like when she's trying to get out on the rink and they're like walking on the ice skating rink and that song get on your feet oh my god i the first time i saw that i i'm not gonna lie i probably peed my pants absolutely that was funny that was a good one that was a good one. Yeah, season four of Parks and Rec is 100% the best season. That's yeah. when Leslie's been running for city council. Yeah. It's so funny. Love that episode. Love and that I love season. I love Bobby Newport. I love that Paul Rudd is Bobby Newport. Yeah. I didn't I didn't put him on here, but maybe we should have done him. He's like a he's a golden retriever. He Who's, is. <laughs> well, there's a the also the the campaign ad episode. Where they're trying to make this the negative ad. Bobby Newport. Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his <laughs> life. <laughs> and he gets 
all upset about it too. He's like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> yeah. Come on, man! Can, can, right. you, can you stop running, please? Please, can you just stop running. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, all right. Is that all so for Leslie? We- yeah, I think I think that that's pretty much all for Leslie. I, right. you know, I like that we compared Michael Scott and Leslie because they are the main characters of both of those shows, mm-hmm. and I feel like they share a lot of similarities. But I can see the difference in the work ethic between like the Pisces placements versus the Capricorn placements. For sure, Michael Scott is a hard worker when he needs to turn it on, but he's really just there for the fun times. Absolutely, where Leslie Nope is there for the work, but also makes room for the fun yeah absolutely and i feel like they they are both similar in emotions and that makes sense with their aries moons yeah that's right yeah look at that aries moon oh they're so i love them i love these shows okay um all right let's start with you know start with parks and rec we'll just list all because since we're on a leslie nope kick yeah all right that sounds good all right do you want to go first and we can or I'll, or I'll go I'll go first. All right. You go first. All right. I'm going to start with Ron. Okay. And for Ron, initially off the bat, immediately I was he's he's an earth sign. Yes. I think in my opinion. I said Capricorn, but he's also so deadpan that I could see Virgo, but I also said Taurus. So I was really <laughs> initial right off the bat I said Capricorn. But okay. then again, I was like Capricorn works hard and Ron's like I want to make this burn down so like I don't give a shit about government I'm gonna hit so, you with something hit me Taurus son think okay. about his love for food I, okay. I had Capricorn and Taurus on here but I, yeah. I keep breakfast food and, and yep. steak and Taurus yeah and Taurus son Taurus I think he either has to have a Sagittarius or an Aquarius moon Hmm. That like okay. Viva Viva La Revolution. Yeah, energy, you I can know? see that. And then a Capricorn rising. Okay, yeah, because the deadpan. Yep, I like it. And not only just because of the deadpan, but also just the way that he works, the way that he is so focused on like doing things with his hands and doing things the mm-hmm. right way and making sure that everything, you know. And even though Taurus, yes, is like that, they're a little bit more chill. They're a little bit yeah. more laid back, you know. Yeah. I like the Taurus son. Yeah, where Capricorn is like, we need to get this done now, folks, now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like Ron can be that way, not when it comes to the government, but when it comes to Leslie. The woodworking. The woodworking, helping friends. Yeah, Duke Silver, which is, which also That's a little Leo. That's a little, that's a little Leo. Yeah, there's a little hidden Leo. Or I was going to, and also, but also the Sagittarius too, it could be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, I feel like the the Sagittarius is like there's a lot of people that I know that are interested in music that have like prominent Sagittarius or Pisces placements, mm, or even okay. Taurus too. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. So if I had to put a big three on Ron, I would say Taurus, Sun, Sag, Moon. Cat I would Rise. agree with that. I would agree with that. That would be that would be it. All right. What about Anne? Anne. Anne. I said cancer. Yes. What did you say? Uh, I could see cancer for sure. This is the thing. Like cancer, yes, makes 100% so much sense. But I feel like she's a little bit lighter than a cancer. 
would be. So okay. maybe more Libra. Okay. Maybe. And okay. I feel like Libra also makes sense because of how she gets so enraveled in her relationships and she just becomes the personality of the people that she's That's dating. right. <laughs> the, that episode, I think That's it's right. from season five, where he has the fart attack. Yeah. And they're doing the the, the uh, drive, the donation drive. Yeah. She has all the boxes of all of the people that she dated. Yep. <laughs> That's true. All right. I like that As one. She, when she was dating Chris, uh uh tom haverford she had she got a robe engraved with her initials and yeah. she pulls it out of the box and she's like and perkins, Ann perkins. <laughs> she's so fucking cute i she love is. i love her character on parks and rec i hate her character on the office oh karen Filippelli. i fucking hate hated karen well i feel like everybody just hated her because she was in the way of jim and pam I just, yeah, maybe that's probably what it is. I just didn't like her character. Like, I prefer yeah. her so much as Ann Perkins. Yeah, I mean, she's a lot sweeter. She's yeah. a lot more kind, you know? Yeah. So if we had to do a big three for Ann Perkins, I would say Libra Sun. Libra Sun. I would say Pisces Moon. Okay. Because I feel like she can get really emotional and really spirally at times. Yeah. And then I would say maybe the cancer, either cancer, cancer or Scorpio or Scorpio. Okay. I, I don't feel it. Like, I don't see, maybe, she, I mean, she's not as deep as a Scorpio rising. Yeah, I would though. say cancer rising. I would rising. say cancer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we have, let's do, all right. You know what? We'll do Ben next. I was going to do April, okay. but we'll do Ben next. What do you, all ben. right. For Ben. Ben is definitely a Capricorn also. I said Virgo. Yeah. I yeah, said that Virgo. Makes sense. Because he has a little bit of like he can he can be a little dramatic. He can be yeah. a little dramatic. But yeah, I said I said I said Virgo. I could see that. I, I'll 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 agree with that. A Virgo sun. What kind of moon do you think Ben has? I feel like he's like maybe he is a Capricorn moon. Because I feel like he is so just focused on getting the task at hand done. Yeah. And when he was emotional and when he was going through that that breakdown in the comeback kid, it was yeah. like focusing on everything that he could possibly do except focus on his emotions. Right. Like making the cones of Dunshire game, yeah. doing the claymation, making the uh, calzones. Yeah. <laughs> the locale calzone zone. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, there was a part where, I'm sorry, just real quick. There was yeah, a part where like him and Chris were talking and Chris was like, oh you're just faffing around and he was like i'm not faffing around <laughs> i just feel like yeah that's capricorn moon. so we talk a lot about like the main character energy and how that gives off like an aries vibe but like what about the supporting roles like who do you th like what type of what type of sign do you think is a supporting like more of the supporter than the yeah because that's where i was really trying to go because he's really that's what he is to leslie is he's the backbone yeah, Cancer, Virgo, Libra. Scorpio could be either. Mm -hmm. I feel like Scorpio is versatile in that. Yeah. Same with Aquarius. Okay. Is versatile. And Pisces, I would say, are more the supporters. Where Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Leo. Right. Sagittarius and capricorn are more of the the big hitters 
in my opinion. Yeah, I get it for sure. So what I think Ben could be a a Scorpio rising though. Okay. So Virgo, sun, Capricorn, moon, Scorpio rising. Yeah. He made that clay mesh. He did. Even though though it was super short. It was great. He was looking at it for like hours and hours and hours. And there was like three seconds of video. (laughs) Stand in the place where you live. (laughs) There's no way that could be it. Yeah. All right. April. My personal April. Love April. She's either a a Cancer or a Scorpio. I said Aquarius or Gemini. I see that too. I feel like she's too dark to be a Gemini. I feel like yeah. Geminis are are more yeah. energetic. You know? Yeah, I went, I think I think like looking back on it, I said I also said like I crossed out Scorpio and wrote Gemini. So I think I think Aquarius or Scorpio. Mm. I think she's got okay. I think she's an Aquarius Sun. Yes, I'm not sure about her Moon, but she's definitely one million percent a Scorpio rising. Yes. What do you think about her moon? Mm. You think she's an Aquarius moon too? Maybe mm. not. Maybe a Scorpio. No. Honestly, I was I was kind of maybe leaning towards maybe she does have Gemini in her, but it is her moon. Okay. Because if you think about it, like when she is doing the dog park initiative, yeah, and she's trying to get people to like come to the dog park. You know, when it's important to her and when it hits her heart, she can speak about it very freely. Yeah. And even just the part where I was just thinking of, oh, actually, this is a different part. When they go to, when they're doing Jerry's surprise sweet 16 birthday at Donna's lake house. Yeah. And she's trying to get, and like Tom and Anne are like just starting to date and they're like fighting back and forth or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't understand why you guys are doing this. You're just like, rah, 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 rah. I hate Tom. I hate him. And I just feel like, yeah, that's, that's a Gemini moon thing. It's like, I'm just going to tell you how it is. I'm going to tell you what annoys me about this and I'm going to let you deal with it, you know? Yep. And I feel like she can be a, a bit of an overthinker, even though she may not outwardly project her feelings all the time. Right. Also, I feel like Geminis are low key, some of the most loving and caring people. Like, I feel like they don't always get pegged for that. You're so you know? nice. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, I feel like they don't always get pegged for that because everybody just focuses on like the chameleon-esque aspects mm-hmm. of Gemini. Right. Where I feel like because they are so mutable and because they are chameleons, it's because they want everybody to feel comfortable around them. Right. So they 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 mold to what they need to, you know? Yeah, I get that. So that Aquarius, sense. Sun, Gemini, Moon, Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going with. That's what I say. All right. Let's do it. Chris. It is done. Chris Drake. I was going to do Andy next. Oh, Andy. Okay. Yes. Okay. We could do Andy. All right. I said Sag or Pisces. Sagittarius 100%. Yeah. I would say Sagittarius, Sun, Pisces, Moon, Taurus, Rising. Sag- okay. All right. I like it. That was the first like thing it. that came to mind with him because he has this very free spirited, fun, mm-hmm. caring, like 
like I said, golden retriever energy, you know, where he's just like so loving, so caring, um, but also just crazy and (laughs) just so spontaneous. But I feel like he does have a little bit of groundedness when it comes to really important things. Absolutely. like, and it even no matter how slight it is. So I feel like there has to be an, uh, an earth sign in that big three. And I feel like Taurus is the most laid back mm-hmm. and also artistic of yeah. the earth signs. That's true. Yeah. And so I feel like that, but he could also potentially be a Virgo rising too, because Virgo risings are very much about the organized chaos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he thrives in that. That's true. I feel like he's the, I feel like he's like his rising is the, what's the, what's, what do we say April's rising was Scorpio? Yeah. So like the exact opposite. So that's Taurus. Yeah. 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 I think that that's, yeah. I think that's because they're that's like, if you look at it, I mean, just based off of a, like, based off of like how they act outwardly, it's yeah. total opposite. <laughs> yeah. Like the Halloween episode where they're yeah. like, Every somebody's gonna die, and it's like no, fun. No, yeah. fun, no fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's what did she say? Uh, blood, blood, or like orgy or something. And he was yeah. just like, I don't know what that is, but no, <laughs> blood goblins. <laughs> so funny. Or blood orphans. It was something blood, or blood like that. orphans. That's what it was. Blood orphans. And he was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is, but uh, nope, nope. There's the Halloween a Halloween party. <laughs> There's a meme that I have to find, but it's that it's that scene and it's like somebody's going to die of fun and it's yeah. like death card, three of cups. It's exactly. like, <laughs> yes, I've seen that. Yeah. April is death and Andy yeah. is the three of cups. <laughs> somebody's going to die of fun. <laughs> All right. Let's also, talk can we talk oh. about just real quick before we move on from them, their spontaneous wedding? Of like after knowing each yeah, other for a they were so and getting cute. married. Yeah, I love them. I so love I them. feel like for their Venus placements, like maybe April mm. like low-key has a Pisces Venus and she just doesn't want anybody to know about oh, it. Oh, so absolutely. Like That's like buried. That's like yeah. buried. And then Andy is definitely like a Sagittarius Venus. For sure. I feel like both of them would would do that, you know, very absolutely. easily just like get wrapped yeah. up in somebody and elope. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah april's definitely got a lot of like sagittarius like let's just do you know because they weren't like when they had the house together they didn't have like anything like no plates or anything like <laughs> yeah and without was, ben. Like, yeah without ben and then uh like when they're out buying stuff and like she's like i don't want to be old and boring and andy's yeah. like well, we're going to buy plates, but like, we're, if you also don't think that I'm going to buy that potato gun or whatever it was, he's like, it was a marshmallow gun. Marshmallow gun. My God, a potato gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking murdering people. Listen. You didn't have any potato gun? No. Oh my God. It fucking unreal. Okay. But wait, are, okay. Question though. Yeah. Are the potatoes softened? Sometimes. Or are they just hard? You don't shoot yeah, them no. at anybody. You shoot them at targets or something. Oh, okay. I had, I, mean, a friend, sure. I had a friend, and I'm looking back on it, this is so dangerous, but like, I had a friend who had one, and he lived in a development, we'd just shoot it in his backyard. Like, and there was a house, like, right next door. we just... Anyway. Okay. So, potato so, gun. 
Well, I love that scene though when they when they come back from Bed Bath and Beyond and like mm-hmm. Ben's like, did you, did you get plates? And, and then Andy was like, Does this answer your question? And he pulls out the marshmallow gun and he's like, Yeah. And Ben was like, No. No. It doesn't answer my question at all. Yeah. So what's the dynamic between those three? What did we decide for Ben? So just their sun signs. That would be Ben because they live together. Ben was Virgo. Mm-hmm. April was, I think we said Aquarius. Yes. And then Andy. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Yeah. Think about that house. Living Good in boy. that house. I feel it. Poor Ben. <laughs> yeah, poor Ben. Poor ben. <laughs> All right, Chris. Let's go, Chris. Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger. I said I Aries. Like... Yes. Definitely an Aries rising, 100% yeah. an Aries rising. I feel like he also has some Libra in there. Maybe he's a Libra moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, def- definitely Libra moon. Definitely Libra yeah. moon. So we have Aries rising, Libra moon. What do we think his sun sign is? Chris Traeger. Um, <laughs> Chris Traeger. Literally? Leo? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can I, you know what? I think he might be. I could say, yeah. But I feel like he, so I know that he goes through this whole like therapy thing with Dr. Richard Nygaard. Mm-hmm. He's a Nygaardian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like he, yeah. Yeah, okay. I could do, I, I could see Leo. And then he has like the character development where he like goes from like fuckboy Leo to mm-hmm healed yeah Leo. yeah you know what i mean absolutely it's a good character arc there Chris so Trainer. yep leo sun libra moon aries rising absolutely yeah all right who do you want to move on to i want to talk about tom haverford i was gonna say tom tom haverford tom haverford i also think might be a leo i said libra or leo yeah I think he, he loves him a good and aesthetic. Traeger, him and Chris Traeger have similar placements. <laughs> That's fair. I could see that. Yeah. I feel I like said Libra. I, I, I feel a little bit more towards the Libra as opposed to Leo just because of like the aesthetic. So maybe like a Libra rising. Yeah. I was going to say maybe he's just like a triple Libra. <laughs> oh, it could just be a triple, triple Libra because that gives off or- big time Leo energy. Or Leo, yeah, Libra Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. Leo Sun, Libra Moon, Libra Rising. Or what did you say? Libra Sun. Libra Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. Libra Rising. I agree with that. Okay. Because also, if you think about it, when he's upset, all he does is spend money and buy shit and like. Absolutely. That is. He might be a Libra Moon. I'm calling myself out. He might be a Libra Moon. Retail <laughs> therapy. Well, yeah, but that's also all of your Leo placements. You have so many Leo placements. <laughs> I do. I do. And my Capricorn stellium is like, no, bitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, you want to talk about Mark? Oh, Mark Brandanowitz. More like Mark Brandanaquits. <laughs> um, I said Virgo. I know he's. Yeah, I would agree with that. I know he's only in the show for the first two seasons, but I feel like he had such an impactful role on those mm-hmm. first two seasons. Like, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the first two seasons of Parks and Rec. I will watch yeah, it, but honestly, slow. it gets better slow. when Ben and Chris yeah. arrive. Absolutely. But 
But I feel like seasons one and two are made more watchable by Mark Brandanowitz. So I would say that he is a Virgo son and a... I don't know what his moon would be, but I definitely feel like he's a Sagittarius rising. I feel like Libra moon. Yeah, I could see that. Virgo sun, Libra moon, Sag rising. Can we also just talk about like the sexual tension between Leslie and Mark? I know that they did it once. (laughs) They did it once, yeah. But I also feel like he really did like deep down, he really did care for Leslie and about her. But I feel like she was too put together for him. Not that Anne Perkins isn't put together, but I feel like Anne also changed Mark. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. and the and the last episode of season two when when they're sitting in the the pit and Leslie and Mark and like Leslie is saying goodbye to him, mm-hmm. you could just feel this like love that they have for each other. And I know that Leslie was in love with him for so long, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they could have really, I mean, obviously Ben is the one for Leslie. Yeah. There's no other. There's no other. They're, they're end game. OTP one, one true pairing, but I feel like they could have also had a nice relationship if Mark would have grown up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I liked the development for that. I think it was more, I think it, it, I don't know. I think that they had, they had like a love for each other, but I think it ended up towards the end being a little bit more of like a platonic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. They were good friends. They were. Donna. Donna Meagle. Donna Meagle is the Aries. Oh, Oh, Leo. I said Leo. I can see, yeah. And she's, so. she's, but she, all right, she has to be, she's got to be like either a Leo or a Libra rising because, like, she's all about that Mercedes. She's like, I'm not parking my Mercedes in the street. Oh, Mercedes! <laughs> like, yeah, and she's, yeah, she's where they go hunting and uh, somebody like shoots the gun and it like breaks her Mercedes, her window, yes. and she's outside just like screaming. And Anne's like, Are you having a heart attack? <laughs> Yeah. So I so I gotta she's she, I'm gonna say Libra rising. I'm gonna say Libra rising purely for the aesthetic. Yeah. And then maybe Leo Sun, Leo Moon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Leo and Libra. That's all her that's her whole chart is Libra, Leo, yeah. and Taurus. That's her whole chart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even a Taurus rising, honestly yeah. though. I think okay. maybe I think maybe a Taurus rising. All right. So uh, Leo so- Leo Sun. Or do we say Libra or Leo Sun? Leo Sun, Leo sun. Libra Moon, Taurus Rising. Yeah. How do you feel? So about many that? Libra Moons on the show. <laughs> I know. I feel. Look at me. <laughs> My people. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I I see that. I also I don't want to keep assigning the same signs to people, but I also feel I like really that, struggled that with that. I was trying to track. like be diverse and stuff like that, and it. But yeah. Okay. Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Jerry's a Pisces. I said Pisces. Yeah. (laughs) Or Jerry. (laughs) Jerry. I feel like Jerry is a Pisces son. Um, Maybe like a... I I struggle with Jerry. I feel like he's a Gemini rising. I feel like he has some Gemini in there. Yeah. I don't know what I would put, put for his moon, but he definitely is a Pisces son. With the, with the Gemini rising, I think. I agree. Okay. Yeah. 
right, the only um, other person that I just want to talk about. Oh, I have Tammy a couple two. more. I have Tammy oh, okay. one and Tammy two. <laughs> I have Tammy one and Tammy two. So for Tammy one, Ooh, Tammy Virgo. one, I said Taurus. <laughs> I said Taurus because she's like. But then again, Virgo makes sense because she's very detail oriented. Like mm-hmm. she gives all. She's school teacher. God, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tammy too. I said Scorpio. Well, I also feel like Tammy one has to have some cancer placements up in there somewhere because of the murderousness of her. Oh, of true. Her being. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God, just like the the no humor. Like, yeah. What do you th- do? You think she's a Cancer rising, or you think she's like a Virgo rising with the deadpan? I think she might be a Cancer moon. Cancer moon. Virgo. Okay. Virgo rising. Okay. But I just think of like the scene where she's like i was there when you were born and i intend on being there when you die and i'm like whoa <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's another one of my favorite episodes where she like brings ron's mom in and she's like they're all like <laughs> it's like fucking jet fuel or whatever yeah, the moonshine or whatever that his family and makes. trying to drink it, and she's like, <laughs> and, then and then April's like, "Cut me in," and then she drinks it, and she goes, "Oh!" oh like she dies. <laughs> and then Ron's like, "Enough of this!" and he, he chugs the whole thing. I fucking love, I love that. That's that's one of my favorite parts of the whole fucking series. Is that that's a good, yeah. Okay, good so we had scene. Tammy one and Tammy two. Can we talk about Diane really fast? Yes. Well, also just Tammy too. Like I could definitely see her being a Scorpio, but I feel like, like she also has to have a Scorpio Venus. Yeah. Like a lot of her chart is probably Scorpio and Sagittarius. I was going to say Sagittarius. Yep. Scorpio and Sagittarius for sure. Yeah. Diane, I said Taurus. Cause she's grounded. She's, she's like pretty relaxed. She has like a nice comfortable, like she kind of grounds you know, Ron from fucking Tammy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I said Taurus I for Diane. That. Yeah, I like that. I love Diane. I she's, do too. She's so good. I feel like um, she has a cancer placement too. Yeah. I feel maybe, like maybe all three of, I feel like specifically between Tammy one and Diane, they have some very, I feel like they have similar placements. Mm-hmm. But Diane's like, the healed side of it and tammy one is not and then tammy two is a wild card yeah (laughs) just i feel like tammy two though also i feel like all of ron's partners have cancer moons that's how i feel like all three of them have cancer moons i could see that um and so taurus sun cancer moon for the rising for diane I mean, we don't really know her that well throughout yeah. the series. She is there a little bit and like pops up and here and there. Yeah. So I don't know what I would put for her rising sign, but I could definitely see the Taurus sun cancer moon. Yeah. Because she's also like non-negotiable, you right. know, like it's like, this is how it is. Like, so maybe like a take- cap rising. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All I'll right. accept that. And then John Ralphio, I said Gemini Leo. Oh, John Ralphio is well, I feel like John Ralphio and Mona Lisa are the twins. They're Gemini. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they are the Gemini's. twins. Gemini's 100 <laughs> percent Yeah. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. A, I did not realize 
that that came from that for the longest time. Yep. That's the season finale or the series finale. Yeah. My kids walk around singing that all the time. And I'm like, I'm immediately (laughs) suspicious. So (laughs) they also watched five seconds. Can I just tell you this? They watched five seconds of The Office. And of course, it's the parkour episode. So they'll run around the house doing stupid shit going parkour. (laughs) Well, that's a good segue into bringing us into The Office. It is. You're welcome for that. You're welcome. You're so, you're like so smart. All right. So we did Michael. Michael's a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to go? You want to go Dwight next? Yeah. Dwight, Dwight Schrute? Dwight Schrute is an Aquarius. I said Capricorn or Virgo. Because mm. he's really hardworking. He tries he to. Aquariuses are though too. I could see I could see Aquarius and he is definitely a little strange. He's just super unique. He's just his he own person through and through, which okay. is why I went Aquarius on that. Yeah. But I could definitely see him having a Gemini rising, maybe, or maybe an Aquarius sun, Gemini Aquarius moon, Aries sun. rising. Okay. I still I still think he's got some Capricorn or Virgo in there. Yeah. I'm going to say Virgo. Yeah. I'm going to say Virgo over Capricorn. Virgo rising, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to say Virgo rising. Virgo rising. Aquarius sun what did we say for the Gemini moon moon. Gemini moon Virgo Virgo rising rising. okay I'll take it all right I'll take it I love Dwight and there he's he's also somebody who even though he doesn't have like a ton of character development throughout the show he I mean he does and he doesn't I think he does more I think he does I feel like he's it's always just not just as obvious. Who he is, though. For yeah, sure. it's not as obvious. It's not as like huge transformational stuff. Right. But I, I just always think of the scene where he, like, at his wedding, when Michael shows up and he's mm-hmm. like, "You came!" Yeah. Like he, you know, he, he. That's loves. what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cute. That was really oh. good. And then, like, I was thinking about the episode where uh, Angela officially like breaks up with him. The first time mm. that will like you know the only time um but like he's in the he's sitting in the the stairway just oh, crying. Yeah. that killed me that literally broke my heart and i wanted to punch angela in the face mm, yeah that hurts okay that does hurt so for jim jim i think is a sagittarius i said gemini yeah i said gemini but I could see the Sagittarius. I think it's just because of the hijinks. But I feel like Gemini and Sagittarius I, are both like that. I, yeah, I could feel. I, I feel like just the 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 like the wit, like the comebacks that he has, just immediately. That's where I was thinking of for Gemini. Yeah, I'll take it. So. I'll take it. And oh my god! But one of the fav- my favorite things about one of my favorite episodes is where their truth they were asian jim comes in and they're trying to oh convince my god yes yes <laughs> they have like the picture of him with the kids and like just the th- i don't know i really think just the thought behind the pranks and stuff like that like and the initial gemini. wit and just gemini yeah okay i'll take it do you um, think pam is a cancer i said pam cancer pam is cancer yeah. no Pam is definitely a Cancer. Yep. And I feel like Gemini and Cancer, even though they are opposite in a lot of ways, they actually can make it work pretty well. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they feed into each other well. 
I agree. Um, Angela? You want to go Angela next? Yeah. I feel like Angela could also be a Cancer. But she's maybe she's like a Cancer rising instead. I say Capricorn. Capricorn or Virgo, I was going to mm-hmm. also say. Like, she's so... She's got it. Or like, a, I could even see a Taurus. I could see Taurus. But yeah. she's... But Taurus is a little bit more laid back than Virgo or... Which sign has the biggest stick up their ass? That's the question. Initially, everybody says Capricorn, but I also think Virgo. I think Virgo or Capricorn. I feel like I I feel like you really can't go wrong with either of those. Yeah, but I could also see the Cancer. She's got to have like she's got she has like a Cancer Moon because she's pretty like she doesn't really show a ton of emotion. So I'm gonna say Cancer Moon, but it's like hidden, like a little hidden Mm -hmm. Cancer Moon. Maybe it's like in the twelfth house. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I also I love it when she does she ever marry the senator or they just I I don't I can't remember I don't know why I can't I don't know if they actually get married or not but I was just gonna look it up but I can't find my phone now. I feel like she um. She might even be a Leo rising. I know that she's not as like fancy as as like most Leo risings are, but I feel like her main character energy that she has, even though she is so like she tries to make herself more important than she is. Okay, Angela is married to the senator. Okay. So I feel like, oh yeah, and then she has the kid, but it's actually Dwight's, and yeah. they thought it was senators. And in the yeah, season yeah, finale, yeah. Robert, or in the season finale, I don't know which season. Oh, uh, the seventh seventh season, uh, Robert proposes to Angela, and she accepts. At the start of the eighth season, Angela is married to the senator and pregnant, but it is Dwight's baby. Yeah, Dwight. Dwight. Dwight Schrute. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I think she might have some Leo in there too, even though it's not as outwardly presenting. Right. Okay. Um, where do you want to go next? I want to go. Please hold because my phone just shut off my list. I'm coming back. I'm coming back <laughs> to it. Uh, I want to talk about the, uh, oh my God. Hold on. The Scranton Strangler. AKA Creed. Oh, I think I think it's Toby. You think Toby's? I think Toby's the Scranton Strangler. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. I think Toby is the Scranton Strangler. Do you you think it's because Creed is too on the nose? Yeah, he's too like he's too obvious. He's too obvious. I think it's I think it's Toby. I think Creed though is either a Sagittarius or a Gemini. He. I said Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. He has so many, like, I love, like, all of his stories and, like, he talks about, like, how he was, like, in a cult, but he also led a cult. He's like, you make more money as the cult leader. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You make more money as the cult leader. I love him. I love Creed. He's so funny. All right. So let's move on to Toby. What do you think Toby is? I said Virgo (sighs) or Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. I would go Cancer over Virgo. I think because just his attitude and just his like, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah. the way he well, that's why I said Virgo, because again, with the deadpanning, like he's just pretty monotone and like, yeah, 
come on, Michael. Like every time Michael's like, why are you the way you know? <laughs> why are you the way you are? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I could like... see I could see both. I would say probably Virgo rising. Yeah. And then Cancer Sun. I feel sun. like he has a water moon. Cancer Sun like and Moon. To... Yeah, or make him a, a little I extra mean... stabby. Yeah. <laughs> if he's a Scranton Strangler, I think then he's yeah. A Scranton Strangler. <laughs> I wish they would have said who it was. Because it had to be well, somebody in the office. I saw a tiktok that creed made that was like hinting that he was the scranton strangler but i think that it was and i'll send it to you but i think it it was probably i think it was probably just like a joke because everybody always says that he is the one that's the scranton strangler you know yeah but i don't know i don't know i I think it's toby i think it's toby let us know guys who do you think the scranton strangler is let us know (laughs) all right Oscar. I think he's a Taurus. I could see that. I was going to say Libra, but they're both ruled by Venus. Yeah. I fucking love. He's definitely, he's definitely got some major Venus placements. Yeah, for sure. I would, I would say so. I love him too. He's so sweet. He is so sweet. And like, I feel bad for, for him, for just everything that Michael has ever put him through. (laughs) But also, I feel like maybe he can also have some Aquarius placements, too. I could see that. Uh, Because he is, but also he, okay, so he's revolutionary in a lot of ways. But I also feel like it was also just because of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, it was because back then in the early 2000s, like, gay rights weren't as prevalent right. of a conversation as right. they were as time went on. Right. So I feel I like see Aquarius that, that then, yeah. he has a lot of, he has a lot of things that, that open up people's eyes to new perspectives mm-hmm. throughout his story. Right. So I feel like maybe that the, the Aquarius is involved in there somewhere. Mm. Okay. Cool. I, uh, what do you think about Phyllis? What do you think Phyllis is? Oh, Phyllis. I said Libra. I could see Libra for Phyllis. I was stuck I, I with her. Like, I was stuck with her. What's so. what's Grandma like? What's what is Grandma energy? Like, Initially, Cancer. That's what I come up with is the <laughs> the Grandma energy. But I think Libra. I, I think could Libra. I could go I could go with Libra for Phyllis or even Leo too. I feel like she yeah. could also be a Leo. Yeah. With her like love for Bob Vance and the way that Bob Vance takes care of her and right. like all of that stuff. Bob you know? Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Yeah. 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 And okay. maybe so maybe she's a Libra and Bob Vance is a Taurus and they just mm. like feed each other's bougie sides all the time. There you go. <laughs> I agree. That that's their relationship is Venus. <laughs> is Venus, exactly. Yeah. Like the um, like the the Valentine's Day episode where Phyllis just gets like all kinds of shit all day, and Pam's getting pissed yeah. because Roy didn't get her anything. Yeah, oh fuck Roy. Yeah, I have him on here too. I said he's a Taurus or Aries. Uh, I would put Sagittarius for Roy, but you I think can so? also see. I can also see Aries. I don't remember I what like my reasoning behind the Taurus was, but I feel like Aries. I just feel like he's not as cool as Aries can be. You know what I mean? Like, not that, like, because Sagittarius's are really cool, but they also, like, beat to their own drum, mm-hmm. where Aries is cool, but they also want to be liked. Yeah. 
I feel like Roy doesn't give a shit about being liked. That's fair. He would rather people not like him. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> Stanley. Oh, Stanley's a grumpy old fuck. He's definitely like a Capricorn or something. A I little curmudgeon. Again, yeah. I said Taurus. But yeah, oh, yeah, because it's Crystal Day. Yeah, I said Taurus. He's always loving the snacks. Absolutely. Um, Meredith, I said Gemini. Mm. But I think I was stuck with her, too. I was stuck on her. Meredith could be a Gemini. I feel like she could also be a Pisces. I could see Pisces. I could see. I actually like that better. I like Pisces better for her. Yeah, I feel like she's a low-key Pisces because she she's very focused on the escapism of things. Mm-hmm. But the so maybe alcohol. like <laughs> yeah, maybe she's like a Pisces Sun Sag Moon Gemini rising. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I like it. The episode where they do casual day. Yeah. Oh my god. So when I was, so for my 30th birthday, my friends mm-hmm. threw me an office themed birthday mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. and Jake showed up in an orange wig oh my with, God. I have this picture. I have it right here, right now. I could show it to you. Showed up with a orange wig and this purple dress and dressed up like Meredith, put a star over his nipple. Stop it. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to find this and I'm going to show it to you. That was a lot of fun, that birthday party. I was was obviously Pam because main character. Obviously. Oh, no, he didn't put the star over it. He had his nipple ring. I love it. it. I'm going to ask him if I could share this. Oh, my God. My my best friend, Chelsea, was Angela. Angela. Yeah. Cute. Yep. I love it. And Deanna was uh, Jamaica Mike when he went away on vacation. (laughs) And I think that's awesome. all the pictures I have. Oh, it. my brother was my brother was Jim. Aw. Three hole punch Jim from like the <laughs> from the Halloween episode. Yeah. That's so that cute. was a fun party. I loved that party. That was really nice. Um and they also got awesome. me this sign. It is your birthday. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. Yeah, and they did like different themed drinks. Like uh, they had like the orange vodka juice, and then the one of everything, which is a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, a bunch of like themed stuff. It was it was honestly very very sweet. That's awesome. I loved it. That's really yeah. sweet. Okay, Kevin. Kevin, I struggled. I was on the struggle bus with Kevin, but I said Cancer slash Pisces slash Sag. <laughs> Because I wasn't sure which one. Hmm. Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. I would, I want to go Taurus moon. I want him to have a Taurus moon. Okay. I could see a Sag sun. I just went, I went with Sag because of the, like. Hijinks? Yeah. Like the, I'm sorry to my Sagittarians out there. But like the little bit of like, and that's why I went with Pisces too. Was a little bit of the naivety. Yeah, you know, definitely was a little naive, and and tactless, and tactless, which is Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe I, like a a Sag Sun uh, Taurus Moon. What rising? I, I would maybe even just go Cap Rising though, based on the way that he dresses and all okay. that stuff. Like I feel like he's not as put together as a Capricorn. 
You know right, what I mean? Absolutely. Right. But I feel like in his rising sign, that might make sense. Or maybe okay. he's a Taurus moon, Taurus rising. I was going to say Taurus rising too. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, I said Leo. Definitely. And Kelly, I said Leo. Definitely. <laughs> or I feel like maybe maybe one of them can be a Libra. I feel yeah. like their their Leo Libra connection, like their relationship is so Leo Libra. Yeah. You know, the the balance between those two things. But I definitely feel like if, both, if it I, were the case, right. Ryan would be a Leo, Kelly would be a Libra. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Or they could both be Leos and then they're just their relationship is a Libra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I could see Le- I could see Libra for Kelly for sure. I have a question. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> okay. Oh, Ryan. Ryan is definitely a Leo male. One hundred percent. Shadow fucking oh. Leo male. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I and and I feel like the relationship between Michael and Ryan is such a Pisces Leo relationship too. Mm. The, the way yeah. that they, you know, even mm-hmm. like, because Michael cares so much about Ryan, like yeah. so, so, so much about him. Yeah. And I feel like My in his Ryan. own way, yeah, in his own way, Ryan does feel like does love Michael in a lot of ways. In his own way, which isn't very In much. his own way. <laughs> yeah. Very obvious at all. But towards the end, it is, you know, like, especially during like the whole Michael Scott paper company thing. I think that Ryan found a new love and respect for Michael that he didn't previously have before. (laughs) So I feel like even though, yes, Michael is like absolutely obsessed with Ryan (laughs) and Ryan's kind of like a little standoffish about it. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like he would do anything for Michael. Even if he doesn't want to show it on camera, even if he doesn't want to show his softer side on camera. I agree. Daryl, I said he's a Scorpio. Yes, I can I said see Darryl's that. I a Scorpio. Yes, I'll, t- I'll accept that answer. I fucking love Daryl. I love Craig I, Robinson. He I is love Darryl so too. He's so funny. hilarious. He really did add so much to the show. He did. He really, I, I love him. I love him. It's Zoppity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my God. In the episode where uh, they're driving Holly mm-hmm. to her new place and they're just singing Life is a Highway. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. Like, yeah. It was like an eight hour drive and it came on like 17 times. Yeah. And then I just think of it on the way back, like how caring he was, even he though was him so and Michael sweet. don't really get along all the time. I feel like he when cares he was, about like, him. No, Sometimes like when, when I get down, I sing the blues. And yeah. he was like, he just did like. But it did help Michael feel better. But then like, you know, he, I feel like, I feel like Daryl also gives a shit like in his own way. Like he actually does care about Michael. Like when he's asking for a raise. Yeah. And then he finds out that Michael makes like less than him or something he's like you need to go negotiate that like that's not okay so then he goes and like negotiates and you know and it was like half for him but also it was also for michael yeah exactly yeah so definitely andy andy bernard i say libra i can see it cornell university where (laughs) he's like at the ivy league school where i graduated where i graduated yeah 
when Andy, when uh, Dwight was uh, interviewing him to be his number two, and he's like, enough with the Cornell talk. And he was like, <laughs> the, the Ivy League school where I graduated. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when he's like the interviewer for Cornell or something and him and Dwight, Dwight's interviewing. and <laughs> So funny. Okay. Wait, I so say you Libra. said Libra? Libra. I said Libra. Okay. I could see him being a Libra bro. A Libra bro. But I also feel like he definitely has either some Pisces or Sagittarius in For there sure. somewhere. Too. For sure. I say Pisces. Yeah. 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 Like that escapism. Maybe yeah. it's his moon. Yeah. I was and really sad that him and Aaron didn't end up together in the long run. He ended run. up being such an asshole. Honestly, like I loved Andy for a lot of the show. And then towards the end, like I just really hated the way that he treated Aaron. And it That's really true. just yeah. upset me and it made me not like his character as much because I, I don't know. I just have like a soft spot for, for Aaron. Yeah. I love her and I love her, her, her as an actress. What's her name? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, she I, I plays don't know. Kimmy Schmidt. I forgot her real name, but oh, Ellie something. I, I love her. She just, that actress in general is just one of my favorite actresses, but um not like one of my favorite actresses but i just like the way that she portrays her characters you know she's like very funny i think that if he hadn't turned into such an asshole they would have been like perfect yeah honestly 100 percent. because they give off the same type of at least like towards the beginning the same type of golden retriever like energy 100 do they end up together in the end i can't remember i don't know i don't know they don't she ends up going back to find her like family her mom yes i think Yes. Yes. So uh, speaking of Erin, what do you think she is? Oh, Erin's so sweet. I feel like she is. But she's also a little like nutso. So I'm thinking maybe she's an Aries. I said Gemini or Pisces. Yeah, I could see that. I could see those two in there as well. I feel like Aries and Gemini. Do I could share see Aries too. Similar yeah. Qualities, you know. Yeah. So I feel like she could she could probably be one of those two. I, I love her character. She's just so sweet and like overly sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say maybe like a, a Gemini, an Aries, or even maybe Leo too. Leos are big hearts, you know? Yeah, that's she's true. Not, she's not as bougie as some Leos are, but she definitely is very giving and loving and, and caring. For you think like a Leo moon? Life. Or a Leo rising. Leo moon or rising. I could see that. Yeah yeah all right what do you think about jan jan levinson Mm. i said she's an aries yes but i feel like she also has like some scorpio in there like maybe a scorpio moon okay i can see that uh i would even maybe i would even maybe put her as scorpio honestly but aries and scorpio are both ruled by mars so they do carry similar energy but i feel like she's more conniving than an aries could be Okay, so what and do you I feel think, like, like shadow a... sages are are very conniving, you know. Okay, so you think Scorpio Sun, Aries Moon, Aries Moon, Libra Rising. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Holly, because I I feel oh. like sorry, just real no, quick. Good. I feel like because I think that if you think because if we think about it, Michael Scott also has an Aries Moon. So I feel like mm. they can meet each other there in each other's crazy. 
I could. And that's, that's where they need each other. 100%. In each other's chaos. Absolutely. So I think that, that, that would make sense to me that she would have an Aries moon. I agree. Holly. Holly. Cancer. I love Holly. I said cancer. I could see cancer. I also feel like she has some either Gemini or Sagittarius placements mm. as well. Okay. Because she just brings out the the best of Michael. She really does. She, Absolutely. She brings out the best in him through comedy, through love, through relationships, in all of the ways she brings out the absolute best. She makes Michael want to be a better man. For sure. So I think that she she could definitely have the cancer placements in the nurturing mm-hmm. and the caring and the wanting him to succeed. But I also feel like with her goofball energy, there's definitely some Gemini and Sag in there somewhere. I agree. You know, and she's a little bit of a nerd. She's she a little bit a little of a nerd. Bit. She is a little bit yeah. of a nerd. And I feel like Geminis are a little nerdy sometimes. Little, yeah. You know, they absolutely they, they love. The, the, the quest for knowledge, the quest for, for more information to, mm-hmm. to find who they really are and help people find out who they are along the way. For sure. All right. I have my fucking least favorite. I hate this person. Okay. More than I hate Idris Elba's per- okay. character. I just need you to know this. I'm ready. Gabe. Oh, I fucking hate Gabe. Gabe? <laughs> I hate him so much. What's the creepiest zodiac sign? That's <sighs> Gabe. <laughs> I didn't say. I just. I just. I don't. I. <sighs> I also just hate the way he treats Aaron. Exactly. I hate, I hate his brown nosing. Yep. Fucking personality. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate he, Gabe. I hate Gabe. I feel like he might be a Pisces, but like the lowest version of Pisces. I said the super shadow side of Aquarius or Virgo. Mm. super shadow side i would say aquarius more than virgo maybe he's like a virgo rising Mm -hmm. or something like that yeah or maybe i don't know i could actually see virgo too because i feel like he very critical of everybody exactly yeah he's almost kind of of like tattletale energy not saying Mm -hmm. that all virgos are tattletales but i'm saying that some stories super shadow super shadow side yeah, We're talking about the shadow things. side, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like Gabe. We don't like Gabe, no. Um, Gabe. But that's why, I, like, that's, you know, that's self. Like, I feel, okay, so Virgos can pretty be pretty self, like, critical, self-deprecating a little bit. You know, they have that type of. And I feel like in Gabe, and this is, I got deep with this because I hate him this much. I was like, <laughs> I feel like he's projecting. Mm. I feel like he's projecting like he's like oh I hate like this is you know so he's he's <sighs> so maybe he's like a Pisces sun a Virgo moon and an Aquarius rising okay I yeah I like the Virgo moon absolutely I think that's what I, yeah uh, yeah and I feel like the Pisces sun because he just wants to be loved he wants to be liked but it's so hard for him to like actually be a real person yeah, be a good person and I, fuck that guy and I and I feel like it's because of the Aquarius rising and also the Pisces sun can kind of make you feel out of this world mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And then the Virgo moon just kind of like slaps him back down to earth and yeah, just makes him super judgy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's... Fuck that guy. And then I just... 
one of my one of my favorites. One of my favorite characters. Last one. Moe's. You don't see much of Moe's. Moe's? But I fucking no. love Moe's. I said he's an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I also feel like what is the mountain man? Who is a mountain man? Yeah. Uh, uh, mountain man zodiac. Yeah. What is the zodiac sign of the Amish people? Yeah. As a whole. Aquarius, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Moe's. He's my he's he's actually one of my favorites. I think he might be my favorite character on the show. But also just one other person I want to mention is Robert yep. California because oh. I just fucking I love James Spader, but he's 100% like Cap Sun, Cap Moon, Cap Rising. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like. Maybe Taurus Rising because he is super bougie. He's a little, yeah, he's a little bougie. I'm going to say, yeah, Cap Sun, Cap Moon, Taurus Rising. Yeah, so like bougie. That. I love like when they do when he has everybody over to his house and like they all grab a wine bottle and they go into different rooms oh, and right. he's like when he's getting divorced and like Jim's trying to find a way to leave and yeah. then as he's leaving he like runs over his garbage pails or something because he got so drunk and he was like trying not to like stay there. Yeah. That was, yeah. Oh, and that was the episode where Andy was thinking about getting engaged to his other girlfriend. I can't remember her name and uh Aaron finds the ring in the pool mm -hmm. and I feel like he like starts to like realize his feelings for Aaron again and yeah there's just so much man those shows are just so there number one there are a lot of seasons so with there being a lot of seasons there's a lot of room for development a lot of Absolutely. room for getting to know these people like getting to know these characters but I mm -hmm. just feel like the writers are so amazing and they just find a way to wedge these people into your hearts. Absolutely. Even the ones that we fucking hate, you know, yeah, it's, it's still. Game. I can't yeah. fucking hate Gabe so much. <laughs> but, but the story wouldn't have been the same without him, even though he fucking yeah. sucks, you know? I don't think, I, like, I'm trying to think if there's somebody that I, I don't think that I hate anybody on Parks and Rec as much as I hate Gabe. I don't think I really hate anybody on Parks and Rec. I'm trying to think. Fucking Jeremy Jam. Oh fuck. Yeah, fuck that guy. But I, I still hate Gabe more. I still hate Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Jam, but like fucking. Ugh. I love Kristen Bell's jammed. character. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kristen Bell in anything. I, know, me I too. love her. But also Michael Schur, who plays Mose, mm -hmm. is one of the writers I on know. the office. And he's also the creator of Parks and Rec. Uh oh, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, him and Greg Daniels created Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. And he's also the creator of The Good Place, which if you've never okay. watched The Good Place, that's an awesome show. Mm -hmm. uh, and The Good Place is good because it's only four episodes. Uh, four, not four episodes. <laughs> it's only four episodes. <laughs> it's only four seasons. And it's Kristen Bell and Ted Danson and just like a lot of other really great actors and actresses. And it's just such an amazing show. And it comes from the Michael Schur universe, which it just yeah. means, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, another show that Greg Daniels recently came out with was Upload on, on uh, Prime. And okay. Upload is amazing. It's a show about, so it's in the future. Mm -hmm. And there's technology that when you die, they can upload your consciousness into a computer. Oh, I heard about this one. Yeah. And like put you into like a, 
a, like a, a home essentially to live in. So uh, the main character dies and his girlfriend is like super rich. So she puts him in this like super rich and like bougie afterlife essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole story of that, but it, it's a Greg Daniels show and it's just so deep and so amazing. Like I feel like, obviously the actors and actresses have to get credit for the way that they're able to play the characters. But I just feel like directors, writers, editors, you know, production people, they do not get as much credit as they should for putting together these masterpieces. Like, yeah, yeah, the actors are able to portray these characters, but these characters would have never come to life without the people that created them. Absolutely. I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate for, that because i just feel like without these people there would be nothing there would be no Mm -hmm. show yeah so i agree all right well that's it that was parks and rec in the office that was fun we hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did yeah it's just pretty much us talking about our favorite shows and Let us know how you feel about us assigning the characters, just like the episode in general, but also if you re- if you feel like we assign them properly, if mm-hmm. there's anything that you would change about anybody. If you have shows that you want us to do this for, or movies, or anything. Yeah, let know. us know, because yeah. I like this. I was actually thinking about it recently, and I'm like, I don't have space to create another podcast right now, but if I did, it would just be straight up TV shows. TV. Yeah, I would love to do something like that in the future. So, yeah, yeah, maybe stay tuned. Yeah, maybe. And give me, give me ugh, not now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So let us know what you guys think. We're making going home noises, but as you know yep. us, we never know how to finish the show. So Astro hose out. I'm just gonna say titties. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. At-